welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today are Dean McMurray and David Strickle, the stream of David. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. We are indeed, and we're also so happy that David Strickle is actually able to join us once again for another session of streaming and getting good Abrahamish information, although from a slightly more earthy viewpoint. I think that's one of the things I like about the stream. Earthy, but I love that. Earthy, yeah. It's a good, it's a nice adjective, you know. Yeah, no, it works. Yeah. So how are you doing? It's been a while since we talked to you, about a month, I think. Good. It's always fun to be here. Love your Absolutely. audience. Oh, yeah, uh, great people audience. from your audience in my boot camp right now. Excellent. Europeans Excellent. discovered me through this podcast. So thank you for that. That is a beautiful thing. In fact, we <laughs> should, uh, we should talk a little bit more about uh, your boot camp because uh, you're, you're going through some changes, I believe, and probably a good time for people to get in who hadn't thought about, who had thought about getting in, but hadn't actually taken that step of actually getting it going. So uh, give us a little bit of an update. What's going on? Yeah. Well, we're always expanding the practice and, and expanding, raising the vibration of the boot camp itself. So we get these, people in that, uh, you know, it, it's sort of like there's just continual up level leveling of the students that are coming through mm. and people that are really looking for an awakening experience and a healing experience and a magical life experience more than just, you know, I want to learn how to manifest a Lamborghini. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, fine. If that's what you want, but it's deep work. It really is. It's, it's deep work learning to operate your life with vibrational flow, with universal law, as opposed to operating your life against it the way that we're taught to do in our society. So that's, that's exciting. The, the, uh, exciting things, uh, that, that are going on is our group, the Taya practice Facebook group, which anyone could get in. You send a request, you answer a couple of questions. And as long as your profile is real on Facebook and you are interested in, in, in our teachings, then you're in. Yeah, if you're so, a bot, stay away. But other than that, you're welcome. Yeah, if you're a bot, stay away. You know, if you're looking <laughs> to come in and sell things in the group, stay away. Um, but otherwise, you know, come join because the Taya practice is a great place to get in and start learning the Taya practice. That's why we call it the Taya practice group in Taya's TYA. So we're reinventing that group and we're expanding, um, the boot camp because we're getting to the point where we're having to certify coaches to ultimately run their own boot camps. Nice. Our boot camp is so interactive. You can't have a hundred people in at one time. Yeah. So our graduates are becoming coaches, which has already been happening. And our graduates are going to become boot camp runners. We don't, we all have a fancier term of that at some point, but you know, they're <laughs> a general, like a general manager of boot camp, but I don't want it to sound like a fast food joint. Right. 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 So yeah. they'll, they'll actually be able to run their own boot camp, which is really exciting that, that people that have come through the program, now we're actually going to be able to, if they want to, earn a living doing it, earn a part-time living doing it, even make a business out of it if they want, and do it in different countries and different languages and all that stuff. So this is sort of like everything multiplying out. Because when I started sharing the stream's teachings, my intention was to share universal law, which is what other channels are sharing as well, but mm-hmm. to also share the practice that I created for myself that allowed me to apply universal law to my life. And that's where Taya came from. And so now we've been teaching that for over three years. We have well over a hundred graduates all over the world and it's very transformative. So my focus on all of that was as I grow older to be able to, to create something that will live beyond me and actually allow these teachings to be taught by other people and have it just be something that organically blossoms and expands as humanity expands into alignment with it. That's cool. I really like that a lot. So it's good to hear. Yeah. And we'll get to doing some streaming in a moment. Anyone who's listening to the live stream, if you want to put a question into the comment section, we'll be glad to include it. Uh, But uh, my friend, Dean McMurray, uh, he and I weren't able to connect last week, but it's good to have you back, my friend. How are you doing? Yeah. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. It was kind of crazy last week and uh, was, it was great to, uh, be able to uh, clear the plate and say, dang it, I'm getting <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> everything. Stay off to the side, set some boundaries and make sure that we uh, set aside time for the podcast. So it was well, good. I it was only crazy for you last week. It's been crazy for me the entire month. So, I mean, if you oh, limited it down to, you know, a few days, you're doing very well as far as I'm concerned. Right. <laughs> you know, well, I guess, I guess crazy is, is a, is a term that we tend to use when it's beyond our control, right? And uh so it when I use the word crazy, it's in a good way. It's a good crazy. So 
Well, it's, I use uh, the word beyond beyond any other adjective that I can't think of. So if I can't figure out what the adjective <laughs> is, crazy goes in there. You know, that's how I do Right? Yep. Awesome. So, yeah, no, so it's, it's good, good to stuff. be back. Yeah. yeah, it's good to have you back. So, um, yeah, I'd say without further ado, why don't we uh, ask David to uh, disappear for a little bit and replace himself with the stream, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hear the voice, but uh, you know, that's about all he's going to know for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've got this down. You know the drill. Right? I do. Yeah, I know okay. the drill. <laughs> Here we go. So while David's making that connection, I'll just remind everybody, first of all, you can uh, ask your questions if you're listening to the live stream. Second of all, if you want to ask questions uh, in future visits from the stream, make sure you use the LOA Today app or just send me an email, walt at LOAToday.net, and I'll be glad to include your questions in the conversation that we have each time the stream comes by to visit. Or indeed, if you want to ask anybody else, any of the other co-hosts, like Dean McMurray, who's psychic himself, ask questions of him too. You know, By all means, take advantage of that. Uh, because we love it. We love hearing from listeners. We love hearing from viewers and it just makes the whole conversation so much better. So let's see how the stream is doing and connecting in through David. We are here. Welcome stream. We love having you back again. It's been a month or so since the last time we had you here and it's great. I mean, I just love it. Every time you come on, first of all, we have some great question and answer and I'm always wondering what the next stream comment is going to be uh, that just kind of lifts us up to a new level. So without further ado, Dean, if you have questions to jump in, I'm going to just jump in with a question that's been kind of on my mind for a bit. Uh, because as we learn what, what uh, David calls the tire practice, as we learn how to become better conscious creators, um, thinking more, experiencing more uh, from an emotional distance, not getting all wrapped up in all that negative stuff and so forth. Um, our lives improve. Things get better. Uh, we start to pay more attention to what we want, less attention to what we don't want. We start getting more of the results that we want. But it's a bit of a roller coaster at times. I mean, it, it's a little bit challenging to to deal with that ride sometimes. Uh, I, just in my own life, I mean, I've been going through some really good times, but it, a little crazy. And a lot of it is just about trying to maintain my balance from five minutes to five minutes. So just talk a little bit about dealing with the, the change that happens as we learn to, to gain control over our thought process and our emotional process. The, the, the conditions that you are speaking of is, is what we often refer to as vibrational flow. Mm-hmm. You are all aware that you are you are moving through this 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 flow of vibration from from high to low and, and back up again throughout your lifetime, throughout your month, throughout your day, throughout all of these these micro periods of your of your lives. And this vibrational flow is the exact thing that is creating your expansion, your your personal expansion as a strand of of, of eternal consciousness, which you are. And that personal expansion is achieved when polarity actually takes you down and in, in, into what you would consider lower vibrational territory where you are disconnected from that which you call source, your, your version of this. And in that disconnection, you are more rooted in your ego consciousness. And in that ego consciousness, old thoughts come back around. Fear is activated. Judgment is activated. The, the, the things that you may consider negative emotions and you know they are negative because of the way they make you feel becomes more acute. And in, in that period, you are attracting some unwanted things and, and, and you are actually slowing the arrival of some of your desires that you are manifesting when, when you are in a higher vibrational state. But these unwanted things that arrive in your paths are there to serve your expansion in your solving of them. <clears throat> the key to working in harmony with vibrational flow is that when you're in a downflow period, understanding that you are below neutral, you are disconnected from that which you call source. Therefore, you are not capable of new thought, new creation. You are recycling in this space. That is one of the aspects of it that holds you in this pattern when we say you, we are speaking of, of, of all creation, specifically in this instance, all humanity, holds you in a pattern of unwanted things until you allow your vibration to move up. When you allow your vibration to move up, and it will naturally if you simply let go and allow it, then the solving of those things comes naturally to you. 
because you are moving back above the, this, this imaginary line that we have created for, for these teachings called neutrality, where you are once again emerged in connection to your own version of source, your source connection, your stream, if you will. And when you get above this neutral line, you are then capable of new creation, new thought. In fact, the solutions and the new ideas flow naturally. You are all aware of that which we speak, but perhaps you have not thought about it this way before. This is why we're sharing this this way, so that you all come to understand that that you can operate your lives in harmony with your natural vibrational flow. And when your vibration drops a little bit and you manifest obstacles or slow down some of your desires from manifesting, that period is actually like a refueling period. You, you, you are manifesting new drivers of creation because a lot of your creation that you craft as a human being was a result of something that you experienced that was not wanted or something that you experienced or saw that you do want, but you have not yet figured out how to manifest. That is part of this process as well. But when you get above neutral where you are capable of new thought and new ideas, you are source connected. And when you are source connected, you are as abundant as you allow yourselves to be. You used an interesting phrase there a couple of times uh, that new thought is only possible when your vibration is at a higher level, that at a lower level, you really can't engage in new thought. And yet when we're at that lower vibrational level, it feels like we're dealing with new thoughts all the time, but they're really just rehashed, aren't they? They're, they're, they, they, I mean, they are, they are rooted they are rooted in, 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 in what you would call a lower vibrational state. You, you, as human beings, you are judging this lower vibrational state as something that's negative or unwanted. And, and, and we understand your discernment towards your desires and away from your obstacles. In fact, that is a driver. You are expansive beings. You are wanting to solve your problems. Mm-hmm. But understand when, when you are operating and what we have began referring to as the old operating system of, of simply reacting to your, your, your experiences in your, your human lives, you are going down into this lower vibrational territory and manifesting obstacles and trying to solve things and, and, and sometimes being successful because the solving of it is a recycled idea. Mm-hmm. But notice when you have a, an obstacle and you step away and do a little bit of work to simply raise your vibration and return to the obstacle, it's, it solves itself. Mm-hmm, you may be a co-creator in the solving of it, but it is solved. So it, when you learn to operate in harmony with vibrational flow, as opposed to oppos- in opposition of it, your your lives go much smoother because you can even begin meeting your obstacles in joy and trusting the process of creation, even when your vibration is down, which actually allows you to spend less time in that lower vibrational field. The sooner you find appreciation for any obstacle, the sooner you're going to move up in vibration in your appreciation of it. You you are all aware how when you focus on things that you appreciate, it lifts your vibration, even if just a bit. And you are all capable of creating momentum in that positive direction and moving yourselves back up. Very often, hum- humanity has trained itself, however, to move away from the, the negative feelings and negative emotions of the lower vibrational field. Therefore, when polarity or even your work take you up, very often you tend to want to forget about that old trigger and, and that pain of being down in that negative emotion and simply look forward. This is why so many of these recurring problems in your lives and even for humanity do not get solved. They keep coming back around because the problem takes the vibration down in the, in the meeting of the problem and it may or may not get solved. And if it's not getting solved and you are doing some work to raise your vibration and not reflecting on the cause, the root cause of the problem from a higher vibrational perspective where you're capable of new thought, then you're not going to solve it. And it's going to reoccur in your life experience. Yeah, that's that's really the, the, the meat of it right there. Dealing with the. The stuff that, uh, like you termed it, the, the negative stuff or the stuff we, we don't prefer and finding a way to appreciate it. That's, that's the real challenge, isn't it? That there, there really isn't anything more challenging than that. And it's, it is, I guess there's another way of saying it. There's nothing more rewarding than that in the long run, is there? Because that's where we achieve our greatest growth as creators. It is extremely satisfying work for, for all of you when you learn to find a path to appreciation of all of your obstacles. 
the obstacles that, that you have already experienced, the obstacles that, that you are in the midst of, that that finding appreciation, again, is something that you are not taught by and large in your society. You, you are very often taught that the obstacle is bad or evil or awful and needs to be completely eradicated. And, and you, you are well aware that the, the negative focus upon the battling, the pushing against only fuels more of the same. It, it is ex an exact opposition of universal law. So you, you have this thing that is a transgressor for you. And when you are focusing on the transgressorness of it, how evil it is, how terrible it is, how wrong it is, how dark it is, you are the one that is fueling it. You are creating more of it. That is why very often transgressor energy comes back around again and again and again. And you, you, you all find yourselves in these negative patterns of things that you do not want coming back again and again and again. And in most cases, you can trace your unwanted patterns back to early childhood. Just a handful of instances in very early childhood set you all off on the path that you're on. Your reaction to your environment. And, and, and most of you were not taught things such as this early on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be taught, nice? Taught to be obedient and, and, and taught to, to fear evil and, and taught that it was something that was being projected into your experience that was external from you. And in, in those teachings, you are giving your transmutation power away. When you claim ownership and walk a path to appreciation of any transgressor, you are claiming the power to change that energy to something that is truly of service to you. And, and, and that is highly transformative for any being. And humanity is readying itself for this type of information at this time. This is why we are flowing and sharing the way that we do via David and many others. Which is an exciting thing. And I'm glad you guys are doing this too, um, through a number of different media, like you're saying. Uh, the, the fact that we do get so hooked up on this stuff though, that we get, uh, we, we basically end up making choices that we don't really think that we're making choices on. We feel like we're reacting. I think that was the phrase that you used, the word that you used. We, we were reacting to situations, but literally, uh, maybe literally is not the right word. Um, truthfully, maybe that's the better word. Truthfully, those are choices that we're making. And even if we're making them habitually, we're still making the choices to be pissed off because something triggered us or, or to be afraid because something else triggered us to be afraid or whatever. We're still making choices. It's just that we don't think of it as choices. We think of it as, well, this is just outside of my control. And I know that's, that's what we're You are taught by and large to, to feel that. powerless and, and, yeah, and see exactly. the results of the feeling powerless and the, the mass victimization of humanity. And, and you see the results of those that place themselves in that victim space and hold themselves there. Oh yeah. Not, not a feeling, not able to, to move out of that space and continually manifesting things of that nature over and over and over again. The claiming of ownership and, and, and where this takes a little bit of faith. And, 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 and this is this is why the the concepts of, of of what you call law of attraction or the universal process of creation work better when you allow your imagination to bridge the gap, because that little bit of faith that it takes to to imagine your way into focusing on it differently is something that you're very often taught not to use. Do not use your imagination. You want to be steeped in reality. You, you are told that you are just imagining it. It is not real, but you're discounting the process of creation because all creation begins as imagination. We often guide all of you to look around yourselves and, and, and notice that every single thing that, that humanity has created was imagination originally. Mm -hmm. Someone imagined it and it became real. So to create your path from being a victim to appreciating the transgressor and transmuting that energy to something possible, positive. The, the imagination is the key that, 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 that imagination to source connection creates source connection. There, there are so many that, that meditate and feel like they're getting nothing and mm. refuse to use their imagination and, and double down on the focusing on the quieting of the mind only to be disappointed in the experience. But when we guide you to imagine yourselves as the entire universe, to imagine yourselves as source, your source connection is activated in that imagination. That imagination creates the connection. It's a very valuable tool because you are creating your reality via your imagination. 
And your imagination is creating your reality as a reaction to everything that you have experienced. But you get to to change your reactions all the way back to, to birth and even prior to that. You get to change your experience. And, and, and we, we often guide all of you to, instead of thinking of, uh, in terms of, of, of a linear sum of experiences, to, to create bubbles of experiences and understand that all of these bubbles of experiences can be transmuted to something that is of service for your expansion, even if you are not yet aware of how it is serving you, even if you are, are not fully aware of how you could have possibly created it. Because very often the things that, that, that darken your doorsteps, as you would say, you, you do not want to claim ownership of, and you are not yet understanding how you could have possibly created, especially in early childhood. But you're all operating in vibrational flow. That is why the law of attraction is, is often misunderstood. You are not attracting just because you want it. You are attracting because you are operating in vibrational flow which is an aspect of any physical environment. So in this vibrational flow, your vibration is going to be taken on this, this up and down roller coaster ride, mm. but you smooth that roller coaster out in your greater understanding of it. But even prior to birth, you were a vibrational being and you were manifesting a, a mix of wanted things and unwanted things, even from that perspective. And certainly in early childhood, you were doing the same. So the manifestation of unwanted events, transgressors, if you will, are not because you are wanting it or deserving it or, or, or anything of that nature. The, the, the manifestation of unwanted things is the nature of a physical environment. And from your eternal perspective, you understood very well projecting into this physical environment that you were going to project into some things that you discerned as your preference and some things that you were going to want to change some things that were going to darken your paths. And notice all of you that are doing this work, by and large, have had dark moments that have driven you down this path of understanding. True. If you had not had your obstacles, you would not be the human being that you are, much less the eternal being that you are. Um, following up also on the point that you made earlier on about how we are taught many of these things that, kind of make us victims, put us into a victim status at a, at a young age. Nikki, who's listening in the live stream, asked, well, will these great tools that you're talking about help some younger teens too? The the, the, the tools work for any age. The the explaining of the tools is, is something that is a, certainly a vibration that is more specific to the intellect of the being that is absorbing it. Of course, understand that that Everyone that is experiencing planet Earth and what you are, are considering your current time and linear time, you are creating a collective vibration of understanding, unlike any vibration of understanding that has been experienced on your planet before. And the, the younger ones are projected into that heightened level of understanding. And an example of this is how your, your younger ones are more up to speed with your current technology than the older ones are. Right. That, that, that is because they project it in at that time. They, they pick it up much faster. They are of that time and of that vibration. And as you age through the physical experience, you, you move further and further away from your current reality. And that is part of the aging out of your physical vehicle process. That is, that is a, a, another aspect of vibrational flow. So the, the younger ones explaining the concept to, to children and, and teens is something that is absolutely possible, but is handled in a different way and a different vibration than perhaps this interaction would be. Which makes a lot of sense. Uh, by the way, as you were talking there, I saw Dean was stroking his chin. I'm not sure, Dean, does, did that mean that you had a question that you were no. thinking about? or No, it was just kind of like, oh, no. this is interesting. <laughs> it was just, it was just uh, <laughs> listening so intently. It's um, so fascinating. I'm just learning so much. So yeah, that was, that was my just taking it in. <laughs> that's all right. Well, I did the same thing. Yeah. But I had to make sure that, uh, you weren't sitting back there with a question. So that's fine. No, um, so certainly if I have one, I'll, I'll pop in. All right. Good. So let's take it to the next step then. So we understand the importance of going through this cycle where we are like, I, I think the way you described it, we were, we, we kind of go into and out of, uh, th these depths of polarity. Um, I, I guess where I want to go with that is if we are enjoying the, the upswing and we can learn to enjoy the downswing, then 
what happens, is it still polarity, I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Is, I mean, if we're finding that perspective, you talked about it in terms of having that universal perspective, right? And when you have that universal source-like perspective, um, you, you're able to ride that higher vibrational wave. But are, are we still experiencing contrast at that point? I, I guess that's the question I'm trying to it, iron out. You oppose an excellent question. There, There is no solving of polarity in a physical environment, but there is certainly a, a managing it from a higher perspective. Managing polarity from a higher perspective, for an example, by a human being, could be certainly experiencing heightened levels of joy and clarity and more of what you would call abundance, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever your version of abundance is, in a higher vibrational state, and then feeling less than that as you flow down. Because that downflow and that separation from source consciousness is a natural aspect. But how you manage that downflow, when you come to understand that you are indeed a different type of being in your lower vibrational state and simply trust the universal process of creation. Trust that that is your refueling period, if you will. Reimagine it as something that is different and know not to board the thought train. We are always guiding you to that because the thought train is always going to be a train of recycled thought True. where there is no new creation. And that re- recycled thought is, is the, the very thing that often holds you in that lower vibrational space longer than polarity is holding you there. So the, the, the polarity will pull you right back up. You, your astrological teachings are, are very much rooted in this vibrational flow and polarity. The, we, we guide you to question the predictive nature of them, however, because you do hold the power to transmute this lower vibrational period into something that you trust, something that you understand, and something that you appreciate, even if it's not the same level of joy and clarity and abundance that you experience at the top. In fact, you all understand that if there were something that you you really savor, a meal, a, a travel destination, an experience, interacting with another being, and you really savor that, and you are experiencing it 24-7, you will come to take it for granted. It will not be the same level of savoring that you have when you are occasionally separated from it. So that, that is a, another aspect of the polarized environment. This is a, a tool that we are all guiding you to, to consider utilizing so that when you are down in your lower vibrational flow, you're trusting and you're appreciating, and then you allow the savoring at the top because th- that is not a constant state of being in a polarized environment. But this flow can be smoothed out. There, there are some that are experiencing this, and it doesn't have to be that. It, it can be much smoother in your understanding and appreciation of the process. You, you are still going to experience that which you call contrast, meaning you're going to have some obstacles that arrive. But if you're not prolonging your period in this longer vibrational flow, then you're not experiencing as many obstacles. And with these teachings, you have the tools to solve the obstacles, even expand in the obstacles. Move to a space where you understand that anytime you're creating anything, that your vibrational flow is going to create the obstacles that are going to ferret out the flaws, the weaknesses. Think of creating a relationship or a business or something of that nature. When you're moving through vibrational flow, you are you are creating a better version of when you allow the creation through vibrational flow. The only time you stop creating a better version of is when you give up. When you hit an obstacle and decide to end the relationship or hit an obstacle and decide to throw in the towel on the new creation, the new business, if you will. That's when you, you, you quote unquote fail. You create the failure, but even the failure can be turned into something positive when you learn from the failure and go back and, and do a better job harmonizing with vibrational flow in your next creation of it and understand that that it is your decision whether to continue or to stop but the stopping is the only time that you're actually stopping the creative process when you ferret out the flaws with vibrational flow and create a better version of that appreciation of of the 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 light shining on the flaws is actually going to drive your vibration right back up. And the solving of whatever that is is going to be a natural process of co-creation. It's funny too, as you were describing the I think you called it the, the smoothing out of that that contrast flow. So you, you, you with your hand you, or with David's hand you kind of create like a small wave effect. It made me think about the difference between 
being boating on a on a lake that has like one foot swells versus being out in the ocean with ten foot swells. I mean, it's an entirely different experience. When you're on the lake, it's it's very enjoyable. And relaxing, yeah. indeed. It, it is. It, rough and choppy becomes scarier and scarier and scarier. It, exactly. it is a fantastic analogy. Yeah, and that, that analogy, I think, among other things, it, it kind of points to the idea, yeah, you still do experience the contrast. You still do experience the polarity, even as things are smoothing out. It's just a heck of a lot more fun. It's just more fun. It's just more enjoyable. And isn't that one of the main reasons we came here to enjoy, to have fun, to, to just be and, here and live to it? To expand your consciousness in, in the physical realm by experiencing obstacles and, and, and create new creation in your consciousness being in the overcoming of them, in the evolution. It, it is all expansion and in, in your expansive beings. All creation is expansive by nature. In fact, it is expanding so constantly that your scientists have not yet fully comprehended that, that the energy of the universe is ever expanding. That, boy, is that, the, <laughs> that is really true. I, I was uh, quoting an article that appeared on a webpage. Uh, it was published this past Friday, I believe, on a website called LiveScience.com. And in the article, they were discussing how astrophysicists are finding that all their theories about Gravity and even modified theories of gravity are all getting blown to bits by what they're observing out in the cosmos. That there are, there are galaxies that are spinning too fast and there are, there are energy and and mass forms that are coming together too quickly. And no, none of it's behaving the way that they thought that it would based on, you know, their measurements and and how they thought gravity would, uh, would control things. Uh, and, and as I was reading the article, the, the, the thought that came to my mind was, well, yeah, we in the, the more spiritual realm know exactly what it is. Thought that's driving all of that. It's thought and, and uh, focus is making all that creation, indeed. Conscious creation. Yeah. And th- th- there would not be duplicate environments. Th- this is why we guide you away from concerning yourself so much a- a- about what some alien consciousness may hold for planet Earth. Mm. There's no greater value on planet Earth than, than, than those of the Earth environment tapping into their own eternal consciousness, understanding universal law, and applying it in your Earth experience. You, you are all of Earth. This is why the, the, the beings of other planets, the, the perception of beings of other planets that are projecting in information are very often source being identified as, as otherworldly beings because human beings have been taught that source is, is an entity such as God. And, and, and there is a fear factor in the sharing of the information because many are afraid to state that they are sharing what is often identified as God. Yet the, the God consciousness, the source consciousness is, is all of you. And Wendy from the live stream is asking a question along that line. She says, is Earth the only planet with free will? The, 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 the polarized nature of your planet and the free will of its inhabitants is a quality that is, is, is among all physical environments. And the free will nature of it is an expression in physical. So any environment that is physical is going to be of that nature. It's just going to be expressed uniquely. The, the, the earth environment is a unique amalgam of, of a physical creation, a physical expression of source. And there are endless other versions of that. But the operation, the vibrational flow, all operates the same. That is, that is the, the, the flow of the universe. But the, the, the concept is the same. The expression is not identical. The expression is, in fact, not duplicated. So there is no other Earth-like planet. There are certainly environments that, that, that if you could comprehend them, would be more Earth-like and far less, more advanced and far less, scaled very differently and, and mm-hmm. larger and smaller in, in scale. There, there is endless expressions of source that are, are so vast that they are beyond human comprehension. This is why we always guide you back to your earthly experience as a human being, because this is where all the value is for you. Right. We understand that you're intelligent beings and you have a curiosity and an awareness that, that, that there is far more than just your environment. You, you only need to walk outside at night and look into your sky to see that. But the value of your earthly experience is going to be of earth. 
and the, the, the source connection that you all refer to is something that is also of earth, but also of the entire universe, but expressed in an earthly way. And yet, interestingly enough, at the same time, because I think what you're saying is, is exactly true. At the same moment, we are also explorers and we're, we are just now beginning to become celestial explorers, uh, you know, galactic, well, maybe galactic is too far out. Solar system explorers. Maybe that's a better way to describe it right now. Um, just at this moment in our timeline, um, there are efforts being made to get us to the point where we can land on Mars, the next uh, planet over from us. That, that um, curiosity and that exploration is, 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 is part of your expansive nature. You, you, you want to better understand what's out right. there. Yeah. And your curiosities about that is, is certainly an aspect that we would not guide you away from. What we guide you toward, however, is understanding that the value of your earth experience is, is of earth. Because you are here, you, you, your consciousness is so vast that you have full awareness of the entire universe in your completed state. And those of you that are able to tap into it are tapping into just that and then filtering it through a human filtration system so that the, the information becomes useful in the earth environment for mm-hmm. humanity. However, the, the experience that you're, you, that you're having, your humanness, your ego consciousness that you are operating in, in this perceived reality, the entire experience is an earthly experience and all of the value is in this expression. So while you may wish to explore other lifetimes and other spaces and other states of being, all of the real value and expansion is in your now. And that now is going to be wherever we are. I mean, right now we're of earth. So it has to be that our focus is, is necessarily going to be of earth and what we're going to gain the most value from is going to be of earth. Um, I would, I would kind of, uh, extrapolate and presume that I, I think we'll eventually establish a colony on Mars. We may even turn that into a, a, a rapidly expanding colony for all I know. And if that happens, then our base, so to speak, has expanded as well. Now we're of Earth and Mars. And I, I, I'm, the way I'm looking at it is that that focal point, that base becomes wherever we are. Um, one of the and, best and, ways. And I, what I is required to allow that to come to be in, in full physical form is the belief system created via imagination of that yes. reality. Yes. There was a time not long ago in, in your linear time that that was, that, that was a dream. At best. <laughs> in fact, some people would have said that it was a pipe dream, that it was unreachable. But in, in, anything is possible. Anything yeah. is possible. Anything is possible. And because anything is possible, then anything becomes true just because we decide that's where we're going to go. Mass consciousness cool. belief creates reality. Yeah. And there, there are massive shifts that, that you have created in your earth environment that, that again, you go back a century, two centuries, and, and it would have been completely unfathomable. Okay. Interesting and look question. Forward and think of what's possible looking forward from that perspective. Wendy brought in another interesting question. She said, do scientists need to use gamma rays to communicate with ET, extraterrestrial being, beings? She said, I recently watched a YouTube about that. The, the, the idea of communicating with ET beings, you are going to be far more effective at communicating vibrationally w- with beings of any other environment. However, it is so vast, you, you could spend the rest of your natural lifetime attempting that and not even begin to scratch the surface of that because mm. it is truly endless. Mm. The, the, the earth environment, you, you tend to measure things in, 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 t- in linear time and quantity and things like that. The energetic realm does not operate that way. That is a physical aspect. And this idea of there being some ET beings that hold value for you that you need to communicate with, the, you, you can focus your time and attention on that if you desire, but understand the vibrational connection is already there. Eternally. And, and that is why we, we refocus you back to the earth environment because the value of your earthly experiences is of earth. Even if things are, are something that, that you perhaps cannot yet comprehend that are visiting your planet or part of your planet, that is always of the earth environment. But you are creating a reality where you are encountering things that you just do not yet understand. So to go to the meat of the question, a gamma ray is essentially vibrational. So I guess the answer is yes, that could be one way to communicate with an ET being, but it's far from the only one. 
It is a vibrational communication. Right. Sure. So I guess the answer is yes and no. <laughs> Just to make things interesting. But good question. I was glad that you brought that up, Wendy. Um, something else I wanted to go to that, that uh, was coming off of what you were saying about how the great value is in our now, right here, right now. Um, I, I guess where I, what I was kind of leaning on there is the idea that we are creators. We use our creative ability in whatever way we desire. Our desires can be, you know, quite varied, even amongst us here on earth. Um, to, to use the example that we talked about a moment ago about the different levels of swells, you know, you could have a one wave, one, one foot swell or a 10 foot swell. Most of us tend to prefer the one foot swell, but hey, there are people who like the 10 foot swells. They like to live that adrenaline rush. They're the ones who like to, you know, jump out of a helicopter and ski down a mountain that's never been skied on before. So it's not like there's only one way to, to deal with these different, uh, levels of polarity, these different levels of contrast. It's really there, there, there is a possibility of, of you fully comprehending everything that, that, that these teachings offer and creating what you would consider your perfect life experience only to find yourself bored with that creation and allowing it to spin out of control so that you can rebuild it yet again. You, you see mm-hmm. examples of that. Yeah, there sure. are graduates of, of David's program that, that graduate and manifest exactly what they came in wanting to manifest and more only to, in a period of time, allow it to deconstruct so that they have the joy and the expansion and even the pleasure of rebuilding it yet again and rebuilding it differently. Because you're, you are too creative to, to, to not create. Even if you're creating your own destruction, you're creating something. You're moving in some direction. Even if it is your separation from your human experience, you, you are all, you're never truly stagnant. You are creating something. Not only is that uh, something that we're always going to do, not only is it something that is creative, not only is it something that can be desirable, all of it can be fun, can't it? I, I think that's where I was going at with my question about the, the adrenaline junkies. You know, they, the, the they engage in behaviors that, that many of us wouldn't even try to do, but they just live for it. For them, the that's like the next thing to do. And, and the, re, the, the setting aside of fears and taking risks and, and, and jumping out of the airplane, if you will, the, that serves a, a sect of humanity that wants that thrill. Mm. And part of the thrill is the potential demise in the practice. Yeah. Which is a little bit harder for the people who like the one foot swells to appreciate, but nevertheless, it could still be appreciated. But you are all eternal beings. So the, the idea of anything happening in the earth environment that's going to end that which you are in, in, in your higher vibrational state of, of, of being at one with source consciousness, you are fearing your demise far less, if at all. Yeah, that's true. I think that the longer that we end up working on ourselves, working on our focus of our attention on our now, um, learning to take that step back and appreciate the stuff that uh, used to really set us off, uh, that, that used to trigger us and, and now doesn't trigger us so much, the more that we go through that overall process, the more we do get to the point where you know the ultimate ending of the physical life just it it doesn't have the same impact anymore. I think the I think the fear of that really comes from the other fears that we spin up in our minds at that at those low vibrational levels that we allow to become ourselves we, we allow ourselves to become victims of them. And as we stop being victims, it's like, well, yeah, okay, what whatever's next, tell me, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to worry about it. Um, in fact, as, as you were describing that, I was thinking about a comment you made one time that I, you were basically just trying to describe the eternal nature of who we are. And, and you, you, you said something like we here on earth in this lifetime, in this physical existence are basically here for the equivalent of a weekend. It's like a weekend getaway. And I thought that was a really interesting We refer to it as a brief weekend trip. A brief, brief weekend trip. To guide yeah. you really to take the pressure off of it. Mm-hmm. Because you're eternal beings having a very temporary human experience. And, and when you, you see your lifespan as all that is, you tend to start placing a lot of pressure on it that actually holds you away from the expansion and the enjoyment mm-hmm. of your yes. lifetime. Mm-hmm. When, when yeah. you begin to, to, to zoom out to a higher perspective of this is a, a grain of sand in, in, in comparison to the ocean that is your being, you, you are no longer judging humanity the same. You're no longer judging yourselves. You're no longer judging your experiences the same. When, when we are asked, how could we be an appreciation of X, Y, Z? That is how we see that eternal version of you. 
here being the grain of sand in the ocean in this experience. And it is a grain of sand experiencing compared to the ocean that you are. Anything that is happening in your, your earth environment is not ending what you are and, and not damaging to your being. It is expansive to your being, regardless of, of, of how you operate your lives. So even, even the ones that never find their paths to teaching such as this, that never understand universal law, that hold themselves in a lifetime of contrast, you are, you are all aware of, of beings like this. Mm-hmm. They are always sick and they are always broken. They are always depressed and they are always sad. Very often they, they separate themselves from their physical vehicles at what you would consider a premature point and, and, and return to their completed state in full appreciation of that. Because the judgment of all of that is an egocentric human judgment of what you have been taught that your human life experience is supposed to be. It is supposed to be long and it is supposed to be fruitful and it is supposed to be happy and it is supposed to be around people that you care about in places that you love. Those are all the, the, the desirable qualities of your environment. But from your eternal perspective, there's no getting it wrong. The, the, the ones that are, are, are projected into contrast looking for that expansive experience being of what you would call contrast, whether they manifest their paths out of it or whether they meet their demise at a very young age, that experience is appreciated from a higher perspective as just that, an experience. And the experience, and and you are all aware of this, if you pull your eternal nature into your human experience, the obstacles that you have overcome, the difficult things that you have done, once you focus on them differently, have all flavored your experience as a human being. They've all made you your own unique being in your physical vehicle. And, and the, the painful and even traumatic experiences have contributed to that which you are. And the, the breaking of you is, is, is a choice, but there are many that will never come to understand that. And the ones that are broken from their experiences and separate from their physical vehicle and return to that ocean perspective, see, look back at that grain of sand and absolutely appreciate the grain of sand. Which is really quite a remarkable thing. I, I'm, I'm reminded, I, I'm taking the same analogy of being on the water and is it low swell or high swell? And then I'm, I'm literally climbing in a plane in my imagination, flying up to, to a thousand feet and looking at that same water. And it doesn't matter whether I'm looking at an ocean or a lake. It all looks the same. It all looks very placid and calm and smooth from that, that far away distance. So again, I guess it really just depends on literally what is your, your, your physical perspective. What, what physical point of perspective are you bringing to the occasion? And secondly, maybe even primarily, how are you feeling about it? How are you choosing to react to that perspective? Wherever it is, whether it's up close, far away or somewhere in between. Um, that, that seems to be. The best you way all hold the power. Every single one of life. you holds the power to reshape your perspective of everything that has transpired in your lives and everything that is transpiring around you to, to one of appreciation. And when you do that, you, you are systematically raising your vibration. So when your, your default vibration is higher, that, that, that ride is much smoother because your general vibration, your default vibration is higher. You are more source connected more of the time. And, and that plays out in every single aspect of your lives when you are allowing that. Nikki's asking, do some become negative as it holds a similar energy to excitement and vice versa? Will recognizing this help with overcoming it? The, 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 the rooting and negativity, it, there, there, there is a, a power, a powerful flow of energy there that, 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 that sparks emotion and can be addictive for some. Absolutely. But you notice it play out and express itself in their lives when they are addicted to that negative energy. And they create a a bubble of reality where they're holding themselves in this pattern of negativity because it is that, 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 that feeling, that flow of negative energy is, is, is a feeling for them. And they are not yet in a bubble of reality that allows them to believe that they can receive higher highs and receive that, that energetic jolt in exactly an opposite way to that, which would be positive. But that is from the ego perspective. So, so that is, is, is sort of the, the, the training, if you will, of, of what we are offering. The separation of positive and negative is something that from your perspective, you understand that to, to live a more abundant, expansive, joyous life, 
you want more of what you would call positive than negative. But what transpires with all of this is you begin raising your default vibration with these tools and soon you are seeing this flow of what you would call positive and negative very differently. You, you, as we have shared that that downflow becomes something that you can indeed appreciate. And even the, the spinning out and allowing your humanness of, of spinning out and complaining or, or even losing your temper for a moment, th- th- there is some relief in that. There, there, there is an, an, an expulsion of energy that is a different experience that actually contributes ultimately to your joy when you're not rooting yourself in it, when it's not your way of being. But allowing yourselves to, to because you are in this contrasting environment, to spin out on occasion, that, that, that is not harmful to you. It is actually part of your experience and vibrational flow. So ultimately, from our perspective, there is no negative. Because these lower vibrations, these spin outs, the losing of your temper, the meeting of your obstacles, all of it creates more expansion. When you dip down into that, 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 that release of negative energy, and very often you are creating a buildup of negative energy when you discover teachings such as this and believe that, that we are guiding you to never go down. This idea of, of just being up in high vibration all the time and then you start beating yourselves up when you're not there. And then you create, you don't allow yourselves to express it because you believe that that's not a spiritual mode of behavior or, or, or an attractive mode of behavior. And you build up this pin up negative energy. And at some point it's going to release in some way. Whereas if you simply appreciate the flow and even appreciate when you spin out and go back to an old habit, find appreciation for your humanness and understand that that is part of your experience as a human being. Forgive yourselves for it, appreciate it, and move right back up. So why is expression so important in, in the overall process? Because you, you seem to emphasize that for a moment. Because you, you, physical is an expression of the energetic realm. It is, it is what you are perceiving as, as a tangible physical expression. This that you consider your lifetime is an expression of your consciousness in a human vehicle on, in the earth environment. You are an expression of source. You are a branch of that which we are. That, that is why we tell all of you, you all have your own version of this. Because you are of this, of this consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So anything that we're doing to express is ultimately what we would call good. It's just the question of are we willing to accept it as being good or are we going to, like you said, become judgmental about it and say, oh, well, that's you shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. Well, that was not a good thing to do, blah, 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 blah which is ultimately what holds us away from the things that we want. From our perspective, there is no should and should not and and no Mm. getting it wrong and no wrong path because you, you, the things that from a a human perspective, you are considering negative or unwanted or dark or even evil all exist as human creation in a polarized environment to inspire new positive growth, new positive creation, all of it. Therefore, that which you consider negative is the driver of more positive, and in that is the driver of more positive then becomes positive. So it is all positive. From your perspective, from the perspective of source energy, um, is it all fun? The the the, the joy, the, the term joy and fun is is the state of appreciate deep appreciation. Your expression of fun, however, is, can be more acute than that what we, that which we would express as fun. That is part of your contrasting environment. Your connection to us is joyful, but what you would consider fun is being in a joyful state of high appreciation and expressing your humanness in that joyful state of high appreciation. That is, 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 is would be our definition of fun for you, for humanity. Yeah, I like that. That's a good way of describing it because ultimately, while it's useful and interesting to understand all of the theory behind all this stuff, we're really here to live. And that is the essence of what you call, um, expressing our humanity. When we express our humanity, we're living, we're enjoying, we're like, whoa, yes, I'm, I am now skiing the mountain. I am now riding the wave. I'm flying the airplane. I am doing whatever it might be. And, and in that you are here to experience the earth environment and ultimately wear your physical vehicles out in the process of that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and guarantee your return to your completed state. 
Let's talk for just a brief moment, because we only have a couple of minutes left, about eternal, about uh, the completed state. Because the completed state, is, from the perspective of being in physical, is a little bit of a, of a quagmire. On the one hand, it sounds attractive. On the other hand, well, it takes us out of the physical realm. So, you know, where's the balance in here? I guess that's what I'm trying to ask. The, the completed state of being is, a, is an eternal state of consciousness. You, you, your consciousness transcends the, the physical realm and transcends your physical vehicle. You, you have an eternal consciousness version that is you and uniquely you as an expression of source. The, the idea of quantifying and, 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 and individualizing again is a product of a polarized environment such as mm-hmm. Earth. So when you are reemerged in your completed state, you are one with source. You are source. You are omnipresent. You are omniscient. You, you are in full awareness of all that is, including all of the expressions that you have experienced. That full awareness of all of those experiences is expansive and every experience creates more expansion. But in that state, you are not in a polarized environment. Polarity is expanding you, but that expansion is being driven by your physical expressions. So it's important to understand that that is not occurring in an in and out process of linear time. We speak in terms of that very often because you comprehend that more readily as a human being because you are comprehending, perceiving linear time. However, in that consciousness state, all that is, 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 is constant, but it's expanding, it's evolving, it's becoming more sophisticated and it's becoming more sophisticated that, that overwritten awareness is, 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 is expanded in such a way that that is the new level of awareness. That is the new level of consciousness. Yeah, that's pretty well. This is how you have the power to change what you consider the past because it is the perception of. Mm, well, that's a whole topic we could have, have to spend a show on that one, but we're out of time. So I'm going to thank you stream for all these wonderful insights. I'm going to invite you to release David so we can chat with him. And Dean, once again, the stream has not disappointed. Right, right. Yes. Thank you, David and the stream. Yes. For all that very fascinating. I was just sitting back here taking it all in. So it was great. It was great. And it was, uh, I, it, I love these conversations where I get to do all the, not all, because we had some great questions from the, uh, from the audience, but where I get to do a lot of the questioning because for me, it, it's like riding a long, it's like riding a Disney ride and watching where the next Disney turn is going to come and, and being a part of it and saying, Oh, let's, let's guide the, the car this way and see where it goes. And then finding out, you know, that the stream is not surprisingly leading us right back to where we started in the first place, but it's cool. It's really, really fun. So David looks like he's kind of coming back to it. How are you feeling there, David? You, are you back with us? I'm back. I'm buzzy. Very You're buzzy. buzzy. <laughs> I'm always very buzzy. I always say I know it was a good one. My teeth are like chattering. Buzzy. Your teeth are chattering. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool though. That yeah, it's just that, that, that energy flow. I don't know if you can see like the hair stands up, you know, on my arms and it's just, just buzzy all over when that, that sort of, I feel that when it's coming in, and it's mm-hmm. actually not coming in. I always say it's coming. It, it, I think I've created a reality where it feels like it's something that's that's, that's emerging and, and coming in. It's in, you know, mm-hmm. it's sort of just being allowed. And that's true for all of us. Sure. It's yeah. in all of us already. It just needs to be realized. And it, and it can be realized and when we are raising our vibration, allowing ourselves to be one with source, because that's always there. We just separate ourselves from it. Well, that was very cool. We're going to have to have you back again. So, uh, you know, pick another time on the calendar to come join us and we'll, we'll do some more streaming because it, it's fun to stream. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank it's always fun much. to be here. And the questions I know are always fantastic. I don't remember a whole lot of them, but I know that again, <laughs> you have to play it back later, right? <laughs> you always do. Yeah. You always take it to, I, 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 there was something in there where I was became aware and I remember thinking, I need to make sure to tell people to come and watch this. this ah, okay. So, yeah. Good. All right. Well, then it was universally valuable. So once again, thank you very much. And Dean, we're going to have our, 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 our um, the, what's the, the, the level we have, are going to have to hit next time in order to come close to matching this is going to be pretty high. That's what I'm trying to say. The, uh, <laughs> the bar is set high. Let's put it that way. There you so. go. It's going to be good. But thank you very much. Thank you, especially to live streamers contributing your comments and questions. And thank you to our podcast listeners. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.